Hello there, I'm uh, Steve Marsh. I'm Janine Marsh. I'm Meg, not Marsh. <laughs> it's becoming a catchphrase. I like it. I people do, are saying, like anytime it. anybody introduces themselves to me from now on, they go, "Hi, I'm Peter, not Marsh." You know, it's 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 a thing. Uh, I'm <laughs> um, today, I mean, this podcast is mind the age gap, and something that we were going to have a chat about is um, producer Meg has recently moved into a, a new flat. She's having a housewarming party with her fella Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> uh, and. Well, why don't you talk about it? Why don't you tell us what you're planning? What have you got planned, Meg? Just a low-key party. Well, most of our friends aren't from Manchester, so they're staying over. I've planned a Facebook event. When you guys were off... and um, What do you mean you've planned a Facebook event? Like, I've done the invitation on Facebook, um, and while you guys... <laughs> I don't know what you mean, what do you mean a Facebook event? But while you guys were off, I was so bored, because Alex really doesn't need a producer, so I spent ages making a custom-made um, banner for it on Facebook. With, like, party poppers and <laughs> like, stuff like that? especially, like, formatted with the date. It's, it was so pretty, like, goals. I mean, I do the socials for this podcast, so you can imagine how, how much you went to town. Now, I think there's two reasons, um, Steve, that Meg did this while we're off it was so that a she didn't have to invite us so that we didn't show her up and b um so that she could do the lovely artwork so yeah i'm not a student anymore i might go one further than just having chris i might even put a dip out well the question is that was the other thing i was going to ask do you, are you responsible for, for sorting the booze out and and food i mean or is this because if you unless you are it's still going to be a studenty party if people are bringing their own booze i'm and going there's for no dips, a middle ground like okay. a few bottles of beer a few bottles of prosecco but bring your own alcohol but i'm definitely going to provide good mixes and you know like put like slice up some lemons and some oranges and stuff people's put in the drink and ice i will i'll buy ice well i need to know numbers <laughs> like how many people are coming to this party how many people are actually staying at your house i mean that part worries me uh, but yeah how many num- like, numbers wise are we talking uh, probably like 30 wow so not too big really not too, not big. too big you live in a flat am i right <laughs> yeah but 30 like, people in i a flat. lived in a flat last year and we had like massive parties and and how many people out of that thirty are actually staying over? I think I think there's about twelve people staying over. Oh, that's still a lot. Makes that. me feel it's awful. Got to be carnage. The other thing is, have you only invited couples, or have you invited any singles? I've invited some singles. Yeah. Are, are they staying over? Um. Maybe the other one. What's the the scenario about copping off? Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be awkward for them because no one's going to have a room to themselves. There's 12 people staying over. We're in a two-bedroom house. Everyone's got to share a room. You'd have to dive off before people start getting their head down, wouldn't you? I can't believe you're already thinking about this. Is that your priority at a party? It's certainly not my priority, (laughs) but I'm I'm always aware of it. I haven't been to a house party in years. I mean, these days, Janine, me and you, if we get invited somewhere, it's for, like, go around someone's house for a bite to eat and bring the kids. Yeah, Yeah, dinner and bring the kids. It's very rare that you do it without the kids. When I was your age, Meg, um, I had a house party um, with another three people that I I was living with. And it got out of hand because we invited loads of people, but we didn't expect them all to come. But they all yeah. came with friends. And it got to the point where the next day we realised that people had been having shots out of the radiator caps. <laughs> um, like the house. What? Yeah, you know the caps you have on the side of the radiator? People I, I'm aware using, of them, yeah, Janine, yes. They've been using them as shot glasses, like doing shots out of them. Um, I've never, I mean, I, I'm quite good at tidying up, but my God, you should have seen the state of it. Like sticky floors, 
people everywhere. I mean, even even when we were having the party, there was like um, an Asian wedding that was going on down our street. I thought you meant like, like in the horse. house, in one of the rooms, there was an Asian <laughs> wedding going on. No, no. Best party ever. Yeah. It was like a horse going down the street. It was it was absolute carnage. We're like, we've got this massive house party going on with like, it, there must have been a good 50 people there at least. And then you've got this lovely wedding going on down the street with people going down on horses and we're just an absolute wrecking, <laughs> having carnage in it's the house. It's tidying up in the morning, isn't it? When I was yeah. doing we had a massive Halloween party. Same thing happened. We invited loads of people. Didn't think they'd come and then they brought friends. But it was it was such a good party, like one of my favourite times ever because we had a backyard as well. So we put disco lights in the backyard and it, it was all good. And someone had brought a professional speaker because I was friends with a lot of people from like DJ societies because they did the student radio as well. And we had like student DJs doing like their own set and it was great. And then in the morning I was so hungover and our neighbour came around to have a go at us. And I was like, oh my God, I can't even handle this now. No, but not like, hungover, You could just yeah. see like peering in. Was and the there was neighbor- like bottles everywhere like confetti just in the floor not a student she was just residente no but i don't know why you'd live on that road if you weren't a student yeah but she probably already lived there and you lot moved in (laughs) she's probably there long before you i didn't expect you to be raving in the next room so have you taken that into consideration what's happening with the neighbors what is the situation with the new neighbors well we thought if we just invite the neighbors hopefully we can keep it calm. Well, what, what what you've got to be prepared for is what if the neighbours come round and they're really obnoxious or really well, out of order? Well, this is it. My boyfriend, Ricky, he wanted to invite all the neighbours, like everyone in the flat. Like, it's a massive complex. I was like, no, you can't invite everyone in, like, 11 flats. There's an elderly but, gentleman who lives <laughs> next door for one. I was like, just invite the nice guy next door, who we know is nice. Invite the guy below us, who's already a bit annoyed of us because our water leaked through to his, like, oh, ceiling. Yeah. But yeah. that's not our fault. So, like, invite him, keep it, you know, keep it calm. And he was like, well, what about that other guy? I was like... You're all right. I've seen him. He don't look like our type. Well, and how do you invite? Do you invite them in person or just stick a note through the letterbox? Well, I'm hoping to catch them in person, but I'm also hoping it's good for You're Friday. not going to catch them all in person? Home. You've done the casually, we'll invite them late and then hope they can't make it. Is that what it is? Well, I mean, you're not invited it's easy yet. to make it when you only have to walk across the hall, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, people so. have got plans on a Saturday night, yeah. Meg. Well, it's Good Friday, so I'm oh, hoping good people Friday. with their families and then they won't even be in the vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't think they're going to come then? Really? Let's hope not. Who wants to go to a party with people that they, like, don't know? Like, they don't know anyone. I'm just hoping, yeah, they won't come, but also they won't complain because that's, like, well risking it. You don't want someone complaining. It's not actually in my contract that you're not allowed parties. When I was a student, it was written (laughs) in the contract that you weren't allowed parties. (laughs) Just expect that, you know, at your age now, parties... What, 21? Just little soirees. (laughs) Just little soirees with friends. It's a little soiree. There's not, like... We've only invited, like, 30 people. (laughs) You know when you said before about um, who really wants to go to a party um, where you don't know anybody. Well, I've been to plenty of those where you don't know a single person. Well, you know one person or somebody, you know, tags you along. Friend of a friend or well, whatever. Um, years ago, me and uh, Little Cook, for those of you that don't know, I'm, I used to do a TV show called Big Cook, Little Cook. Uh, I was Big Cook and my mate Dan played Little Cook. That's not just a pet name for That's not, that, this is legit, <laughs> this is real. Um, and uh, we got invited through a friend of ours, Alison, to a house party of her friends. We didn't know anyone, not a single person apart from her. So we were brought along and uh, it was fine. It started off in the kitchen, but it, it, it transpired that it was also a family party. So it was a do for friends, but also family party. And um, we, we got drunk and um, 
Little got cook got caught having it away with somebody in the in the bathroom. Oh, not one of the family. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't think it was one of the family, but it was by one of the family. The little downstairs toilet, and that, all I remember is a guy coming in and going, "Right, are you with him?" As in the, gin, the ginger <laughs> one in there. Went, yeah, he went right. You two out. I went, why? What's going on? He's just been having it off in the toilet. I went, what, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) All right, mate, fair dues. (laughs) We'll get off. Do you mind if I get my cans out the fridge? Is that all right? You've got to take your cans. I mean, what's the protocol? Do you you leave your cans or take your cans? But then that's all the politics as well with house parties. Like, say, for example, you bring, like, a full bottle of gin, but you don't touch that gin. Do you take it? Like, I hate that when that happens. Like, there was a time, like, I took a bottle of gin to someone's house and then they were like, oh, yeah, just come round to get it whenever and I was like oh it's fine we're seeing each other next week and then she just put it on the communal table like three quarters of a bottle of gin and I was like oh that's, that's party gin technically that <laughs> yeah, was party gin I know what you mean right and if I was 18 you went to a party you'd never leave cans or booze anywhere ever you'd take it with you of course you would however when you're older now I mean we're 40 if I went uh, listen there's uh, three quarters of that bottle of gin we brought around still in the fridge we're going to take that you'd feel at this age now, it's yeah. only acceptable if they go, if they hand it back to you and say, "Yes, we don't drink this. You might as well take this home with you." That's the only time I would deem it acceptable to then remove said booze from house. And also, if a bottle of wine's been opened and there's still three quarters full, I'm not taking that with me. No. A bottle of wine, you, wine you're going to leave that. Spirits, I think you can take it back. Do you reckon? Yeah, because it's expensive, isn't it? Whereas wine, if you can't part with what, half of a five-pound bottle of wine, then you're a bit tight, aren't you? They put a party on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. However, uh, I've been at parties where people have been going, right, we're getting off now and do take their wine back with them. (laughs) Do you remember as well? I think you only sort of gatecrash parties where you don't know the people that well when you've had a few yourself. Do you remember that Mm. New Year where we came back from our local pub and we ended up at a party at our neighbour's house? Now, that is bad bad news because we were really drunk. Hammered. But luckily for us, they were more drunk. Do you yeah. remember? And and we got a letter from them apologising to us. Well, the irony was she wasn't because she was pregnant and she hadn't drunk, but yeah. he was leathered. And the next day we had a little note inside our like little letterbox thingy just apologising for his behaviour. I mean, we couldn't remember what he'd done, to be honest. That's yeah. good though. Isn't that so relieving? Like when you panic that you've been so embarrassing drunk and then the other person says to you, oh my God, I was so drunk, I can't remember anything. You're like, yeah. <laughs> but Janine said to me the next morning, I remember we were lying in bed and you went, oh, God, do you know we went to um, their house, the, the neighbour's house, when we got back? I went, did we? Who was there? You went, oh, God, I'm not sure. There was a few there, I think. But she, I'm pretty sure she wasn't drinking. I was like, oh, my God, what have I said to her? Yeah, if yeah. Yeah. completely like drinking, sober. It's a real panic, Exactly, and you haven't got a clue what you said. Next thing you know, there's a letter in, sorry uh, if he was being a bit sweary. <laughs> if my husband was being a bit sweary and aggressive. I was like, don't worry about it. I don't even remember being in there. We were on a right win that time, weren't we? I know, exactly. Uh, and that's the thing. I mean, what about... That's the other things where you're in a rented thing. What about if someone breaks something? What's the protocol then? Or if somebody spills something on the carpet, something gets ripped, maybe there's a fag burn. Are people allowed to smoke in the house? People are not smoking in the house. Got what about it, out the window? Far. Oh, no, they can go outside if they want to smoke. I'm not having people smoking in the house. Too far. I don't, yeah. I'd rather people didn't bring red wine into the house, really, but I <laughs> don't think you can say that. I mean, no one my age drinks red wine, right? <laughs> well, then, then also, the other thing is, this is a first party, I'm guessing, that you've had together as a couple because yes. like, you've only just moved in together. So, you know, has that arose any problems? Is there any sort of politics that it's caused between you and your other half? Well, I mentioned to you guys before, 
Ricky keeps inviting people earlier and earlier. It's been really winding me up. <laughs> I set the time at half eight. We arranged it for half eight. We both spoke about it. We said half eight, people turn up at nine, half nine. Perfect. Then we were out with his friends yesterday and he goes, oh yeah, just come around like six, anytime after six. And it was embarrassing because I had to say in front of them, I was like, Ricky, stop inviting more people earlier. Like I get it. People that are staying over and driving, getting trains come a bit early. Everyone else can just come at half eight or after. I've got a theory on this, and this happens a lot um, since I've got together with Steve. Boys sometimes like to have an early grafters on their own. So his plan is to invite people, say, hey, guys, while Meg's getting ready and stuff, why don't we just go down the pub for a drink? Yeah, well, this is it. He so wants he to go down disappear. the pub. Yeah, so he'll disappear for an hour or so, leave you to do everything and to get ready so he can have a bit of man time <laughs> with his mates down the pub. I, I can see this, Meg. I know. I wouldn't be as upset about the fact that he wants to go to the pub before if, A, I wasn't worried about them already being drunk at the start of the party, but also he'll be like oh no one's gonna actually turn up at half eight we'll come we'll walk back from the pub you know at quarter to nine i'm like no you are joint host of this party you have to be in the flat ready to go at half eight we it's don't polite we don't see ourselves as hosts of parties we just we just have <laughs> parties and they're they're on you're not a host you don't have to make sure everybody's all right they do. you don't you go down the boozer for a couple of pints and then everybody see like when, yeah, when but I, you don't have to do it because you let janine do it yes. but when i was when i was growing up like in our house my mum and dad would always have people back from the pub so that was the equivalent of a, of a party was like they'd all go down the pub on a Friday or a Saturday and then about 20 of them would come back my uncle would get the banjo out or the music would be on they'd all be dancing that's not code <laughs> but the thing well both banjo they'd all be out but I always remember when I was old enough to go out I remember mum and dad had one of these impromptu parties and my uncle and auntie slept in my bed which they often did when I was out and I'd have to sleep on the couch, which I didn't mind. I was like 17. I didn't really bother me. So I realised that my mum and dad had locked, had locked the door and left the key in at this, after this party. And I got in about three o'clock. The door was in, so I couldn't put my key in and couldn't get in. So I go round the back and I knock on my bedroom window. My uncle Jeff, the guy who played the banjo, um, which is what reminded me, comes to the window. And he goes, um, what's going on? I said, it's it's Steve. I'm, I'm locked out, Uncle Jeff. Comes to the kitchen door and it's it's kind of the, that glass that's kind of shaky. You can't quite see through it directly. Opens the door. Frosted, love. Frosted, yeah. <laughs> and I, whatever it is. Anyway, I open the door. There's me and three of my mates who come back to the house. Cause I said, my mum and dad are having a do. We'll go back and we'll, it'll be a party going on. But it all kind of died down when we get back. My Uncle Jeff opens the door um, and he's naked. He's completely <laughs> naked. But, but not a stitch of clothes. No, not, no pants. Do you know where his pants were? In his hand. <gasps> so he was holding his underpants <laughs> in his hand. Think it almost kind of not processed yet. I better get these on. He'd picked them up and gone. In you come, see. All right. <laughs> then we all start laughing because we're all drunk as well and everything. We all start laughing. He goes, "Oh bloody hell! I better get these on." Before he does, he pours himself a whiskey. Sits at the kitchen <laughs> table with us. Go, where have you been, lads? What's been going on? Drinks the whiskey, puts them on, and goes to bed. Drinks the whiskey, puts them on, and off he goes. Now that to me is a party, mate. That's what I want to see happening on, if sa- on Friday night. Anyone takes their pants off, I think I'm going to be like, you can't see it. But <laughs> don't let them sit down. No, don't sit on the sofa. Not without some kitchen roll down or something. <laughs> no, no. Surely, surely. 